0: You're listening to The Self Worth Circle. This is a podcast about tapping into your innate powers, gifts, and wisdom. Join us on the journey of alignment, magic, and flow. hello 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the self-worth circle today we have a special treat for you we have a guest and it's been a long time since the last time that we had someone here so i'm very excited to introduce you to the lovely essi koskilami and she is the founder of Nordic. she is an energy healer i've actually done a session with her she is a home decorator she's a psychic and a transformational life coach. So a warm welcome. Thank you so much,
1: my dear. It's so nice to be here.
0: So before we kind of dive into some deeper questions, just tell me, how are you doing? How has your day been? What have you
1: been up to lately? I'm doing well. And it's so nice that it's it's really sunny outside and especially here in Finland where we are right now like there's so much light after the winter darkness so you definitely feel that energy and it's so beautiful now to see everybody kind of a little bit happier and you know enjoying the sunshine so yeah i'm feeling good right now thank you yeah there's definitely like a big shift
0: i feel like always we were actually talking about this with julia too <clears throat> the other host of the show Um, I'm Ava, by the way, if I if I forgot to mention that, but that usually after winter and with the increase uh, of light and kind of like especially here on the northern hemisphere, there's a huge shift when all of a sudden you have like this. Okay, there's more hours to the day. There's people are coming out of their little, you know, almost like caves, you know, Mm -hmm. after hermiting. And it's, 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 you can literally like feel and sense the bubbly expectation almost or um, excitement for summer and spring
1: that's coming up. Definitely. <laughs> and when you actually look into what spring represents, that's all about, you know, um, letting go, letting go of the old, of the old winter energy and creating space for new. It also represents rebirth and pluming. And, you know, you can see it in nature as well. And it's so funny because I haven't been living for many, many, many years in Finland. And it's like 10 years when I was last time here during the springtime. And when it changed, it was like it was so dramatic. Like suddenly this darkness was kind of gone and this light was here. And oh, my God, it's so nice.
0: It can almost be like too much also, because yeah. it's it's so sudden. And I feel like it's the the kind of way of of how how all of a sudden during like i'd say in march april the the amount of light that increases like the the hours to the day is so drastic to from like after winter it can also for a lot of people be too much yeah and, definitely so it's, it's not just lot- positive there's also kind of like that negative yeah and interestingly also um I've heard or there's some studies around it too that a lot of like kind of people with that might have like tendencies to depression or something like maybe with their mental health mm. that these things might also kind of surface during spring. Yeah.
1: Do because, you notice
0: that in your work? Um
1: Yeah, I I guess so. Like I people just kind of tend to just, like the energy starts to turn outwards more, but it can be also really shocking, like you were saying, you know, because suddenly it's all out there, you know, and you're not anymore so cocooning within yourself and you need to go kind of like expand outside. So that's, I think that's what I see a lot with people, like that it kind of turns on you, yeah. Yeah, it changes the energy.
0: And let me just backpedal a little bit. Can you tell our listeners about your background and how you, you know, became this energy healer and transformational life coach and psychic? I mean, those are that's not your like normal profession. So I'm sure people are like very curious about like, how did this happen? Like how
1: just, yeah, just share about your journey. Yeah, I guess it's a long journey like with everybody always. Um, My journey... I mean like with everybody it starts with your childhood actually and what happened was that I was always actually quite intuitive and already you know seeing things about the future like I remember some of my experiences that my dad used to travel a lot for his um, old job and he went to U.S. in the 90s and he brought me like a Barbie doll back and but I would not know exactly what kind of Barbie doll he would bring me which you wouldn't even have in Finland but I was just like oh he's gonna bring me that and that's exactly what I got as a present and I was also always like really kind of in tune to the energy like my parents were always saying that there were just days that I walked into our house and I was like have you been arguing or something? Because there's a kind of tense energy here. And then my parents are like, yeah, but that happened like six hours ago and we are totally okay. Like everything is okay now. We had an argument and that's okay. You know, like things like that. And I didn't see that it was anything negative or anything. Like it was just who I was. But then um, I guess things started to happen. And I started to notice that I was maybe a bit different than some other people in that sense. And yeah, um yeah so i think i started to pluck it a bit unfortunately and i didn't know how did you block it like in what way and at what age was this i think Mm. it was early teen Mm -hmm. i was maybe a teenager right and which is already already a transformational time no yeah but i guess it was kind of always there but i didn't bring it that much into surface Mm -hmm. but that was also because i think around the same time my dad went through a burnout Um, and he changed his careers in that point because he, um, yeah, he realized that there must be other ways to heal from burnout than, you know, taking some medications for it, which he didn't want to take when the doctors were offering him, um, medications for depression. And he started to kind of search alternative ways. And he found in that point Reiki and, um, which yeah yeah he found Reiki and became a Reiki master and I kind of started to connect with my spiritually also in that point because he started teaching me in that point and that also changed our entire family and because suddenly we were talking about much more spiritual things and it was okay to talk about past lives and all that kind of stuff so I kind of started to reconnect again and at what age was this then it was yeah it was around the teenage years but at the same time Like back in the days in Finland, to be an energy healer in that point, like my dad was, it was kind of like not acceptable in some level. And it was a taboo. Like we faced a lot of negativity and we got a lot of like, even my friends, some of my friends back then, like they were bullying me. So I kind of like was practicing spirituality, but I, I was not showing it that much like to other people. So it was more like hiding than blocking or were it, you actually h- blocking it also?
0: Like, I earlier? earlier that okay. I was
1: blocking and then right. it became like more <clears throat> hiding it. Right. And like we would not call my dad a healer, for example. We would call him a life coach because it was more acceptable then, even though. So he
0: completely like shifted his career from a businessman to a, this energy worker. Yes. Wow, that's a huge change, wow, that's so interesting yeah, that was, so it kind of runs in your family too then, yeah yeah,
1: definitely, definitely, and um he's the one who has been teaching me ever since I was a teenager and um always been my mentor, you know, and um helping me to gain yeah go further with the healing techniques, for example, I have had other teachers as well, but yeah, dad has been the biggest teacher for me always. And how how
0: would he teach you? Like what were the different like practices or methods, if you don't mind sharing?
1: He started with Reiki, yeah. like when he <laughs> started his Reiki career um, or like Reiki path. Um, and then he moved on to more um, master and angel healing. And um, and so and yeah, and I guess I was just always just following and talking to him openly about my things and what I had been going through and and he would be guiding me you know and um but then there are times like that my my career started to go to different direction you know i moved um overseas and lived overseas for many 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 years and in that point i did like not connect that much with spirituality and um until i um I moved to Malaysia, and I was totally alone there. I was working for this company, and I was doing an internship. And, yeah, I was by myself. And I realized in that point that that loneliness pushed me to really reconnect with that spirituality and start, like, practicing more. Yeah, just learn Mm -hmm. more about that. And then, again, like, when I was practicing it, with different methods or like connecting with my intuition or, you know, learning to use tarot deck or, you Mm -hmm. know, all that kind of stuff. Um, then my dad was again able to help me out with, with more skills and knowledge.
0: So would you like guys do be doing calls like on a regular basis? Like how did that kind of unfold this whole learning experience with your dad?
1: Yeah. Generally speaking, it is, um, that I would tell him like I had this kind of meditation experience or I remember in Malaysia I did one of my first healings for my friend who was visiting and in that point I remember it so vividly because it was one of the first times that I started seeing for people when I was doing a healing for someone and um, my friend was there and he I don't even remember why I did the healing energy healing for him and and when I placed my hands over his um body I just started seeing things and I remember telling him like I saw this and that and this might sound really weird because I didn't even know what I was doing you know like in that sense but I didn't know that this thing was possible and what it all meant and and he would say to me then my friend afterwards like oh my god that's exactly what I have been thinking in the past like days or what I have been going through so I would take that for example and connect with my dad and have a phone call with him and say like listen this is what happened during the healing and this is the first time that it happened like do you have any perspective perspective for it and then he would tell me and he would be saying like okay well next time when that happens you can go and you know like kind of You can do this or that with the energy, sorry. And you could do, try different kind of things of, you know, going further in the story that you saw or what else comes up and releasing some of the things if you see something that's maybe negative or maybe plucking or, you know, darker energies or whatever is there. So yeah, we would definitely have phone calls about those things and experiences and him teaching me like different kind of going around or getting to the, getting deeper into the healing.
0: And with, like, having this connection with your dad, I was going to ask you, well, so many questions. First of all, like, do you have siblings? And what about your mother? Does she have this, like, capability? Or is it just, like, you and your dad? And how does that family dynamic work when it's, like, if there's, like, these two intuitive, you know, people, and then maybe someone is not intuitive? Like, how does that kind of work?
1: We are all intuitive. Okay. And I believe... Everybody is. We have, we have different strengths. You know, some people are more seeing things. Like I do see a lot of things. Um, well, I do feel, feel them as well. My dad feels them more than sees. But then, like, um, I have one big brother and he's, he's also quite, um, intuitive and he has really strong dreams. And, and my mom, she, is actually also, like, she sees things. And, yeah, she has been a bit more quiet about it. But um, sometimes she just tells me these things that she has seen or, you know. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know about this side of you. And this all makes so much sense that my scene comes from my mom, actually. like Because, yeah, it's exactly... She has it exactly like I have. Like, she can really imagine things in her, you know and see things right it's it's
0: we've talked about this previously on the show the four clairs like being clairvoyant clairaudient clairsentient or claircognizant it's just like the four four ways to be intuitive and Mm. and it's it's very i mean like you said like we're all intuitive and and it's just like step number one would be just to kind of recognize what is your way and then you can start maybe working on on you know yeah on strengthening your and accessing it
1: right i think it's Big part of it is accepting, because it's not necessarily that easy to realize that you see things or you hear things, and it's scary as well. Because we, you don't learn those things at school. Unfortunately, no. I wish we would learn it, but um and
0: they're considered woo. Let's just be honest. Like people consider that uh, considers consider it as woo-woo or just, you know, something very oh, out there. And and it's still, it's almost like this, you know, <sighs> you know, what you were saying, like, at a younger age, you were kind of hiding it. Like, that's, I mean, people still hide these things and oh, feel yeah. like they can't be very public about them because they're ridiculed.
1: Yeah, and then also, like, after the acceptance comes also trusting. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly when you need to start training the skill and trust that what you see, you know, I remember those moments when for some of my clients, I saw things and I like everything that I, not everything, but pretty much everything that I see is symbolic. And I would not understand any of the messages because I wouldn't know my client. I would not be able to place that symbol into like to the bigger picture of their actual life. And and I was like, I remember saying with my first clients, like this might sound a bit silly, but this is what I saw. And then they're like, yeah, like with this one guy, like, yeah, that's exactly what I have been thinking about, you Mm -hmm. know, that first experience that I had um, with seeing things for someone. And yeah, but now I don't say it anymore because I know that it's true. You know, it might not resonate with you in like at that point. Some of it will resonate, but some might be something that resonates with you later. But I still know that that's true what I'm seeing. I'm not questioning it anymore. But that also has become because a lot of people have told, uh, like they have been telling me that this is true what you are saying. And I don't have any idea how you're able to know that, but that's true.
0: So when did you take this gift? Okay, you're in Malaysia, you're starting to practice, you're you're having this like connection with your dad and you're kind of, relaying this this information and your experiences to him and and getting get, getting his insight um and opinions and and support when did you kind of hone it into an actual business
1: like how did that years blossom? after right like i think there was uh, more than 10 years in between because i started following what my you know the career path yeah. going to business, working in marketing, building your career. And at the same time, I was still practicing spirituality. But I never thought that that would become my career. Yeah, I never thought that it would become my career. It was more like a self-healing tool for myself. Um, and I moved to Amsterdam then. And like I said, I was going after my business career and being totally happy. And I remember I remember this one time that one of my best friends, she was going through a divorce and or she the divorce already happened, but she was still carrying some of the pain of it. And and then I just again randomly just said I, I said to her to her like, you know, I could do your energy healing for you. I think it might help you. Like, there's nothing that I would, you know, yeah, let's let's just try it out. And I did it and we did the session and it was so beautiful. I had totally forgotten this all, like especially how it feels to be able to help out someone else, because I was doing healings for myself. <clears throat> and, and she started talking about the experience to others. And suddenly people, wanted to experience the same thing and they heard about me and they came um for the healing and that's how it all started and I remember a few years back that was actually when I was I had turned 30 years old and I woke up like seriously one Saturday morning um I just woke up and said to myself like what am I doing like why am I not doing something that I actually enjoy doing with my life? Why, am I, why haven't I started my company that I actually want to do one day? Like, what's stopping me? And I always say that my company started then, that Saturday. I did not have my company name. I didn't even know what my product was. Like, I just had this, you know, feeling that there is something that I need to do, which is greater than I can even think of. And I need to follow this path and then in that point I didn't have any idea that it would be something to do even with energy healing I knew that I just need to start and everything would start to kind of evolve once I walk the path and little did I also know that it would involve um, home decor and like this entire home setting that my brand is also about and yeah
0: And speaking of which, like, how did that come to play? Like, how did the kind of home decor or home decoration and space healing come into or how did that manifest to be a part of your business?
1: Well, the parallel story is kind of my childhood that when my dad was teaching me about these um, healing tools, self-healing tools, My mom was always, and still is, like really into interior design and architecture, and especially she was like, she was teaching me a lot when I was a kid how to organize the space that it has like good energy and how do you place furniture. And she always, like she just has this eyes to, you know, really create the space. take most out of it Mm -hmm. and she was teaching me also like when I was a kid like how do you create your home for the winter time and then how the how you change the energy for the spring and like you know bring new curtains and and stuff like that so and I was always so fascinated about space like wherever I go even my friends places nowadays I just when I walk to the space I'm like um my dear that picture is not necessarily on a like energetically in the best place like you have this lonely woman in your in the corner that symbolizes romantic relationships you don't want to have it there if you want to have a boyfriend at some point or partner at some point and um so it just comes so naturally out of me this like this space thing and understanding that there's so much more for the space and for your home than just what you can see there and the furniture and all your things, like, it goes so much deeper. So my mom has been always teaching me that aspect. And, and I also realized, like, when I was younger, I wanted to be an interior designer, like, that was what I wanted to do. And I kind of just forgot the entire, you know, dream when I went after my business, um, my business career. And then when I started to think about more of my brand and who I truly am, because that pro- that process was a massive part of my building my brand as well. Like, who am I? What do I want? What are my strengths? Why am I here? Um, yeah, that interior design and entire thing about the, like the physical space started to come more and more into the surface. And understanding, like, it's how you're home within, as I call it, like your soul, your space within, how it's connected to the physical space around you as well. And the other way around, like, even if you're able to, of course, your most important home is always within. But we will spend about 50 60% of your time in your physical home inside your home, that plays a massive journey on how you feel and like your transformation or anything yourself healing. And yeah, It's a bit like feng shui, like when you change something in the energy of your home, you're able to change something within you as well and the other way around. But is it feng shui or is it something
0: else, this kind of like home energy decoration that you do?
1: There's aspects of that as well. Um, I don't necessarily call it feng shui. Um, I call it maybe a little bit more, it has a bit more Nordic vibe and more... Maybe a Western wipe as well. Um, so, you know, I like to... use the, the map of, you know, feng shui to kind of look at the, the areas or? I do use it like sometimes. Um, I would say it's more maybe an intuitive decoration. Right. And I do use Pagua map, for example, like I said. Um, yeah, it depends on the situations. And there is a lot that we can learn from feng shui like a lot of all the energies and things. Um, But some things I feel like with anything with energy healing and all that, there's a lot of great things that we can learn, but also new things that we can bring and, you know, like new methods or new way of seeing things that we can bring to this planet.
0: I agree 100%. And I mean, it's all these are just kind of different practices or different ways to the same mm-hmm. destination which yeah. is about like feeling better or you know self-improvement self-healing self-help like yes. all I mean it's it's all it's just like different kind of ways um <clears throat> so how like your business is called Etti Nordic what does that even mean can you open <laughs> yeah. that up a little bit because I remember when we first connected I was like wait what is the Etti because then I was like first like oh it, maybe her name is Etti or you know it's like what is that about
1: yeah um people do always ask me why it's not Essie Nordic. And well my answer is that Etsy is also Essie. My company's actually named after my grandmother who turns yeah 104 this year. She's and, still with us? Yes. Oh wow. And um, she has always been such a big role model and inspiration for me. And I remember her nickname is Etsy. And I'm actually, her real name is Esther. And I'm, Essie comes from Esther. And I always wanted to have a nickname when I was younger. And no one wanted to call me Etty because I asked Mm. people to call me because Essie is already so short. So people are like, why would you need to have a nickname? I'm like, everybody else also has it. So I want to have a nickname. Could you call me Etty? And that just didn't take, that didn't happen. So I remember when I was looking and searching for a name for my company and which is kind of interesting process to do Tell and, me about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an interesting process to do, and I realized in that point that they came when it just clearer clearly arrived arrived my mind and my consciousness that, yeah, it's gonna be Etty, and that also Essie and Esther and Etty, they all um, they all mean the star, and for me it represents the starry energy and the higher con- consciousness and the higher higher energy of my brand as well and nordic is where my roots are in the nordics so for me it kind of the entire name represents you know the high vibe energy but also it's rooted to this planet earth that's what it represents that's beautiful thanks yeah
0: so people come to you when they want to kind of like, maybe they're at a crossroads in their lives, they have some questions and they want some kind of like insights or, you know, um, <clears throat> wisdom or something from the spirit realm, right? Like, but they also come to you when they feel like maybe their house or their home, like the energy's off or, yes. and
1: then you also do. Um, coaching like transformational life coaching yeah the coaching is um combined with the healings that i do and people come yeah they they come to my energy healings when when they're searching for clarity for example and i know clarity might seem really vague but they have quite often people know already like They have this feeling, intuition about something or change or transformation that they want to do in life. But it's so scary, first of all, to do some of those changes or to trust yourself, like and the voice within. And so they kind of quite often know already. And then they come for the healing session and then they hear it from me or hear, they also hear other aspects of it, but like they start hearing the same message and they receive a lot of clarity on like how to move further in their, on their path, for example. And um, yeah, they really come when they want to connect with themselves. And I call it when they want to feel at home, you know, fully be, Able to be who you are and kind of like arrive home. Yeah, I think those are the main reasons why they come for the session. Well, you
0: arrive at their like soul's natural stage, which is
1: just being at peace and at home and... and be connected with yourself, understanding and accepting and you know, recognizing your internal voice and and then being able to you know, listen to that and hmm, take that and actually create some changes in your life. So
0: what are your like spiritual or practices or daily practices? If you have any, like, what's kind of for you now a way to connect with spirit and yourself? Well, I start
1: my day with meditation. And if I have time or I try to make time also to do some yoga in the morning time to kind of start my day. And it's so important to start your day with a good, good vibe, you know, because that really helps you with the entire day and how you take everything in, what comes to your way. And I, yeah, I also do longer meditations during the day or channeling. It really depends on what my work day really looks like.
0: And what do your work days look
1: like? Yeah, I do blog. I love writing, and I love, you know, expressing myself with words. I have some client meetings as well, and clients, and I do some of my well, most of actually my my healings are done digitally, which. Uh, can be really difficult for some to understand because already energy healing can be quite new term for people and to understand that you're able to do that digitally as well that's kind of that's just weird right it's know? not
0: tangible it's like not it's something how, they can yeah. like actually get it's, it's it can feel vague Although yeah it was like well how
1: did you feel because we did our session digitally
0: i've done so many sessions um Yeah. Online. So for me, it wasn't like weird at all. Mm -hmm. It's, I've taught so much yoga also online. I mean, I've done healing sessions online. So
1: yeah, it it was, was, it's,
0: it's, it was easy to me. But um, yeah, I can totally like see how someone would think that it is not the same Mm. as, as, you know, a a physical um, meeting.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, of course, it's not the same like 100%, but it's still energy is energy, no matter of um, the space.
1: Exactly. And also with digital healings, uh, the beauty is that you can be in a safe space at home, in your own physical home. And to take that healing there, I think that's something really beautiful. And people usually don't remember that, that of course, it's a beautiful, thing and it's kind of you can step outside your daily life and go somewhere else for the healing that's the really nice part of you know having in-person healings but we shouldn't forget that it's also a beautiful experience to actually do it from your own or like to have this um digital healing for example when you're laying on your own bed
0: and what are your like your favorite what's your favorite thing to do like out of all these different things like coaching intuitive sessions home decoration or home energy work like what would you say is like your passion
1: or, or is it all of them combined or is there like it's one all of them it's all of them there's because not just they're like, all my brand and it's right. like you know we are able to do what we are passionate about and we all should be doing those things of course there are some administrative stuff that not so many of us enjoy but generally speaking I love all of them you know I absolutely love the healing sessions they are so unique and for me it's kind of like watching a movie of someone's life for like half an hour non-stop and then being able to connect with that person afterwards and help them out and help them out to take the next steps in their life it's just so beautiful to see and you know connect with people on that but I also love the home part because I feel like there's so much that people can learn about their home environment and the deeper aspects and the energy of their home and also like I I love being creative so I actually love you know thinking the space and how do you organize that it nurtures your body mind and soul
0: and now, I mean, as we, we kind of talked briefly about it being spring and spring is usually the time when, you know, people want to detox like they're, you know, they want to do a spring cleaning in their mm. homes. They want to detox their bodies. In Chinese medicine, it's a time of the liver. Yes. You know, it's it's like <clears throat> all this this energy of new and birthing and creation and blossoming and blooming. What would you say that someone can do like in their home to shift the energy if it feels kind of funky, murky or, you know, dark after a long winter like just simple things to shift the energy around
1: yeah I would strongly advise that well springtime is the time to make the cleaning like your home as well and that also clear some things of your own you know your own life as well and to kind of half the space for rebirth, half the space for the fresh, new energy of spring. You need to let go of things. You need to let go of the old energy anyway. And I would strongly recommend people to declutter their home. And it has been trendy for some time already now, you know, Maria Kondo and all, all those people talking about decluttering and creating space for new things in their homes. But it's so important process and that's how you should start your spring clean because you need the space the new space you know in your home in your life and so that the energy can arrive and then after that you could actually do some actual cleaning things or clearing out the energy but just first let go of things that no longer served you um some old things that feel negative and start from that
0: And it's true. Like we're continuously like kind of subconsciously, you know, communicating with our surroundings. And Mm. it has a huge effect on, you know, if we see a painting and we stare at a painting that's very kind of dark and negative Mm. um, every day compared to like a beautiful scenery that makes you feel good. Like that's going to in the long run have an effect on your mood. Just I mean, it's so obvious and I'm sure everyone probably has something at their house or you know in their homes that they've been like oh my god I need to get rid of that thing or that thing I don't really like that thing there or you know something's kind of like speaking to them but they're ignoring the message and it's like maybe that's just also could be maybe like right one thing
1: that is like okay you listen to that like mm-hmm. little inner voice that let's get that thing out that would be great most often in those kind of cases i guess it's one of the more difficult things that you are releasing so you might want to start from something easier you know going through your wardrobe might be easier than getting rid of some painting at the beginning that has a lot of sentimental value but you don't like it so if you're able to do that go and do that because that's going to create a nice change for you if you're not able to do that big change um start from easier one and that can be your wardrobe for example or your kitchen closet or a book case or something like that um but yeah definitely if you can do that and let go of that kind of painting the, the first thing that I would though ask is like why do you have difficulties to let go of that why has it been so long standing there if you don't like it are you still looking at it like what's the What's the reason behind it?
0: Right. And for you, like, where do you get your inspiration? Like, what inspires
1: you? Um, well, uh, yeah, wow. Nature. (laughs) Nature is a massive inspiration for me and just everything that comes to nature. I'm also inspired by people who have really beautiful energy and who are risk takers and yeah strong people like you know i think that's really inspiring to see someone else creating changes in their lives going after their dreams working on their passion you know all that kind of stuff and other things that inspire me, travels. I love traveling. I guess the why I love traveling so much is that I love exploring new things. And in some point some level, even if it's difficult, uncertainty, that's kind of what inspires me. Because there is space for when there's things are uncertain, there's like space for transformation and like space to create something new even though that's really scary and speaking of new like what's
0: on the horizon for you in the future hmm
1: any plans projects travels yeah many 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 things i definitely i definitely would like to serve more people and help them out you know finding Now, like I said, feeling feeling at home with themselves and helping them to understand, you know, how to connect with themselves and being that tool that helps them to connect with energies and themselves. Yeah, that's kind of there. And I want to keep going on and working on that and helping more and more people. And
0: uh, any kind of like planned trips or something bubbling on the surface that you're creating or something like that i have some
1: um yeah group healings coming up those are beautiful sessions as well and trips yeah we'll see i love traveling and i would love to go and explore again new countries we'll see my travels are quite of like Next week I'll go, you know, like it can be quite extemp- extempore and just had bedding. So I haven't planned anything that much now. Um, yeah. But
0: right now you're you're based out of Helsinki, but that that's kind of like... At the moment
1: I'm in Helsinki, yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, like I said, I do digital sessions, so my clients are all over the world. Right. And...
0: To wrap up, we have one question that we ask all of our, our guests, and it's a, what this podcast is about. It's about self-worth. And that's the question I wanna ask you. So what does self-worth mean to you?
1: Hmm. That's a beautiful question. Self-worth is that you can truly feel at home with yourself. You know who you are. You accept every part of it and you love who you are and you behave that way as well. And it shows in your energy and, you know, you say no when you want to say no. You say yes when you want to say yes and you listen to yourself. I think that's what self-worth is for me. And where can people find you? They can find me from my website, so etsynaudic.com. And, and that's double T. Yes, E T T I Nordic.com. And uh, my Instagram. And what's your Instagram handle? Etty Nordic as
0: well. Right. All right. So make sure to check out her website, her upcoming events. I'm sure she'll be um, posting about them on, on your website and on
1: Instagram. And on Instagram. And, um, and also, if you're interested in starting your take, taking your your first steps towards feeling at home with yourself, you should go to my website and uh, download my free guidebook that's there. And it gives you some tools that you can start working on immediately. There you go. Well, thanks so much.
0: Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you Thank you, you so much for inviting me. Yes. And I've also done a session with Essie, so and I truly enjoyed it. So <laughs> yeah, it highly recommend. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. Remember to share and tag us in your socials so that we can grow the circle and support more souls on their journey. You'll find our handles in the show notes.